Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. I want to introduce our topic for this episode. We have my friend Boyd Hamlin, and he's going to be talking about being an authentic leader. I just absolutely think that Boyd is a fantastic leader, and I'm so excited that he's going to share with us from his 30 years in youth ministry in church planting. He has been with the John Maxwell team for six years, and he has overcome some adversities that I'm sure we're going to talk about today. And he just keeps getting back up, right, and moving forward. He's also the creator of the Hero Builder, and it is a character development program that's designed to help young people move to the next level in their lives and help entire organizations. And so I'm really excited to hear about that as well today. I, you know, I really, when I was thinking about who I wanted to share with you today, I thought that Boyd would be a fantastic asset to you just because every time I talk to him, he is a positive person in my life, right? He is one of those brilliant leaders that I think was meant to encourage and inspire others. And he has really a great perspective on how to serve others with character. And I think it's just so awesome. So I think as you're listening today, you're going to hear that from Boyd and you're going to learn so much. Hello, Boyd. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Allison. I am glad to be here. This is a great opportunity to uh, share with you today. And I appreciate very much what you're doing, what the launches are providing for folks at conferences. It's just fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Boyd. So Boyd, you know, I shared a little bit about your journey, but could you share a little bit about yourself? I can. One of the things that I have done for most of my life is uh, ministry. Uh, I started out in uh, youth youth ministry, of course, and uh, did that for uh, 25 years and uh, then took the great challenge of being a church planner, which was uh Okay, at first, I was definitely out of my comfort zone, but I also found that I was out of my strength zone. And uh, over the course of uh, the church planning experience, uh, it took a little while to get back into my strength zone again, and that's where I'm hanging out right now. That's awesome. And, you know, the other thing that I forgot to mention to people is that you are a speaker and you love to speak and train and really help people. And um, you also do coaching. And so I think that that's really important to the story of Boyd. Um, So, Boyd, what is your main passion or purpose in life? I think that uh, in a nutshell, uh, and I have a lot of nutshells, but uh, the main thing is I want to help people uncover themselves. I want them to understand that the there is only one version of you, and you are the you are the one to, to play into that person. Uh, we're not designed uh, to be somebody else. We're not good at that, but we're the best at being who we were made to be. And introducing people to themselves for the first time sometimes is uh, is very uh, exciting for people, but it's also very encouraging and empowering for them. Oh, that's so good. Okay, Boyd. So I want you to kind of share with us what an authentic leader looks like, right? And I think, you know, all of us probably um, that are listening have experienced uh, an inauthentic leader, right? We've experienced someone who maybe is pretending to be, you know, in a place where they can have an impact, but they really truly don't have um, what it takes to be an authentic leader. And so I want you to kind of share a, a couple 
traits that an authentic leader has? Well, I think that an authentic leader, um, just in, in thinking about that this morning, an authentic leader is um, obviously somebody who knows how to be themselves from the inside out. They, they know how to be themselves in front of small groups to big groups. And in all honesty, one of the things that, um, that we have discovered, I've discovered, you've discovered, is that when we try to be who we are not meant to be, we have a large amount of frustration and anxiety that comes along with that. And when we experience other people that are coming from a professional uh, viewpoint and things, we feel like we've got to fit ourselves into that some way. We've got to step up and be a little bit better than we were, even in our own skin. But but that's that's not the truth. When we enter into conversations with people that are more intelligent or more professional in, in the various settings that we find ourselves, they kind of let their hair down when they see that you're okay with you. And that can be the most professional thing you can do, really. Mm, um, that's wonderful. so good. When you're okay with you. I love that quote, Boyd. And I think, you know, a lot of... A lot of the times when I was a young leader and I was leading a board of people that were probably twice my age, I felt really uncomfortable, right? And I think, you know, sometimes the reason we aren't being authentic is because we feel uncomfortable. So when we're trying to be authentic, one of the things that I found in my own journey is that I was a young leader and I was leading people that were twice my age. And when I was doing that, what happened was um, I felt kind of judged by them. And so I thought I needed to act and behave in a way that would quote unquote impress them. And I couldn't be my authentic self. How do you suggest that people that are kind of in that role where they're feeling kind of uncomfortable um, really step into who they are? I think uh, very uh, simply put uh, is stop trying to impress people. I think sometimes when we are trying to be impressive to people that that's when we're least impressive. Mm, yes. But, but when we are ourselves, that is the most impressive. And it's very hard to get into a place where we feel okay with us mm. because we have all kinds of people around us going, well, yeah, I was told uh, here a while back, you talk too much. And I'm thinking, yeah, but that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And it's about the, the, I get excited and I get uh, passionate about the things that I enjoy talking about or uh, equipping somebody, encouraging, empowering others. But when you get shut down for being who you are, you've got to take that as a constructive criticism rather than a, you're not measuring up yet. You've got a little more work to do. And I think sometimes we put the work in the wrong places and the work is uh, that needs to be done is just simply the work that has to take place within ourselves. Mm. Okay, Boyd, I think that's fantastic. And I think I know you personally, you and I are great friends and we have conversations all the time, but our listeners don't know really kind of where you're coming from in the place of, you know, uh, your adversities and the things that you faced. And I think, you know, that would give a really great perspective on who you are. And really, I think the thing that's most inspiring about you for me is really your positive attitude and how you are an authentic leader, despite all of the challenges and obstacles that you faced. And I think, you know, could you kind of touch on what has happened um, and, and kind of how you've been able to overcome those challenges? Yeah, I sure can. I have uh, 
I've gone through a couple of brain surgeries and I have a condition called transverse myelitis, which is uh, nerve damage from the waist down. I have issues with my uh, legs, pain and things of that nature for the rest of my life. But uh, December of 2018 was the most recent brain surgery experience. And one of the things I've decided for myself is that you always think to yourself, how can I be today? How do I need to be today? And we put a lot of pressure uh, on ourselves to be what we don't know we're supposed to be or, or what have you. So I came up with a, a thought the other day that was, um, how am I supposed to be present in the place I've never been before? And in those uh, adverse moments that I have experienced, I've never been there before. I didn't know what I was supposed to experience. And so the best way for me to get through those moments was to put my attention and focus on other people rather than myself. I'll never forget the the, the first nurse that came into the, to the room uh, right before I was be, uh, to be wheeled back and uh, spend uh, the next seven hours in uh, a uh, surgery uh, that was going to uh, hopefully help me out and not cause any permanent damage uh, with my hearing, sight, with my speech, and with uh, mobility and uh, function of, of my uh, right side of my body. And uh, for me, it wasn't about me. It was about her and bringing a comfort level to herself so that she could do her very best work while she was uh, with me as her patient. In the process of that, I could, t I could see from before the surgery and then after the surgery experience took place, I could see that when she entered the room each time, she was a little more confident and a little more real because she felt like she could be. I think that we do that with people in our times of adversity is, do they need to be on edge in our presence or can they be themselves and be relaxed mm -hmm. and just experience the moment with you? Right. Oh, that's so good. And I think, you know, uh, one of the things I, I find every time that I talk to you, Boyd, is really um, you put me at ease and you're a really great listener. And not only that, but you're able to reframe things and help um, help me personally see a different perspective. Right. And I think as leaders, especially and when we're out there, you know, outside our comfort zone and you haven't ever been there before, right? You're trying to be present in this place that you've never been before, whether it's in, you know, you're going into brain surgery or you're going and stepping outside your comfort zone, that's a scary place to be. And so when you're in that place, how do you, other than, you know, helping other people, like how do you center yourself? That's a very good question, uh, Allison. Uh, I was asked prior to this, uh, the surgery, December uh, of 2018, I was asked by a, a dear friend of, of, of ours, what scripture passages, what kind of things are you reading uh, to get yourself prepared for that moment? And my response was, I'm not reading anything new. And that kind of took him back for a moment until I explained what I meant. At that point in time, you know the, that we have always been told that if you wait for an opportunity to prepare, that it's too late. Mm -hmm. And so what I have done in, in that moment of getting prepared for what was coming, and I knew that uh, some big things were getting ready to take place for me, I had to go within and I referred to scripture that I had memorized, things that I have held dear to myself over the years and let that it's, it, inside of me be that encouragement that I could give not only to 
myself personally, but to others around me mm-hmm. and, and bring ease to them in their minds of what I was getting ready to encounter. We, we have a tendency of thinking sometimes that everything has to be about us in moments like that. And it really doesn't. I had to think about my wife. I had to think about my boys. What were they experiencing from their side of things? And if I would allow myself to just take a moment and spend some time in their shoes, what are they thinking? How can I bring some encouragement to them? How can I put them at ease about what I'm getting ready to experience? Mm. And uh, that helps me when I'm helping others. That also helps me in return. And I think sometimes we get we get that a little bit mixed up. Yeah, right. And, you know, I think that you are so brave and courageous in taking the time and effort to prepare yourself, but not only that, but to think of others. So I thank you so much for sharing that, Boyd. You know, another thing that I, you know, when I'm thinking about Boyd, I think about just your positivity. Like you went through all this adversity. You had to, you know, go through the healing process of having brain surgery. You had to, you know, did you have to relearn how to talk? I did. Yeah. So you had to relearn how to talk. So you had to start over essentially. And here you are having a conversation and bringing your brilliance out into the world. And, you know, I, I think about just your attitude and every time I talk to you, just bring this positivity to me and to everybody. I mean, you just are, you're just a connector that way. How are you able to um, really not get stuck in the hard stuff of life? I think one of the one of the uh, very easy answers, uh, Allison, is that one of the one of the things that I do so I don't get stuck in the hard things of life is I don't hang around people who hang on to the hard things in life. Mm-hmm. If I am real honest, there's there, you know it, it's we become who we're around, and one of the things that uh, of course I I don't want to do is I don't want to be a, a person who always is thinking negative. I don't want to be the person that when I enter the room. I want to light up the room. I don't want to, uh, you know, dim the room by my negative uh, attitude and things of that nature. And I, I've had a lot of reason that I could be negative, but I have chosen not to be. And for myself, one of the things that I have done in the course of, uh, you know, the things that I've gone through is that I have made it a point to be around other people that are positive, that look at things from a positive angle, if you will. And if, if I don't have them in, in my inner circle, let's say, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to find them. They don't, they don't know. They don't know what I might need, but I need to just hear an encouraging word from them to just keep my, my spirit positive and going in the right direction. Mm, yeah. I always say that you need to surround yourself with brilliant people that can lift you higher and really help you achieve those things in your life. And for a long time, I didn't do that. I didn't surround myself with, uh, with positive people. And then I found myself, um, trying really hard, right? Like trying so hard to be positive or be in that place. And so I can definitely understand and relate to that. Um, okay, Boyd, what are the two to three things you've done in your life to launch to the next level? Well, I think, uh, one of the things that uh, I would, I have done, and of course, uh, this comes to the top of mind is that it, it's always having a mentor, always having a mentor in our lives that, uh, that, that can pour into us. And sometimes we think, well, I, I don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the, I don't have the resources to go and to get the right 
mentor for myself. And uh, in all honesty, when I say that I've had mentors over the past 30 years, they've been silent mentors through books, through uh, audio uh, tapes and things of that nature. And it's always just listening to where I want to be rather than just, uh, just staying where I am. I've got to have mentors in my life or people that I look up to in my ear or, or reading through their thoughts so that I can uh, invest in, in myself in that way. Otherwise, I'm going to be in bad shape uh, in, in that case. So I think that uh, having mentors in our lives is, is the very, very best thing. I think the second thing is, for me, it is uh, the circles that you hang around. It has to be somebody that, um, you know, not only just makes you feel okay about yourself, but somebody that can, uh, to, to you to use uh, your words, to launch ourselves to the next level. Mm, right. And, you know, I, I, I think I appreciate that you said that too, because I think, you know, the first thing, the mentors, a lot of times people will say, hey, I don't have a mentor. Where do I find one? Well, anytime, I mean, you're listening to a podcast right now um, and you're listening to Boyd and he's being a mentor to you right now, right? Like anytime that you're listening to somebody or I, if you listen to, to me speak or read a book or, um, you know, pick up somebody else's book that um, helps you move forward in your life, that's a mentor. A lot yes. of times we think it, it needs to be formal. Well, it doesn't need to be formal. I'm mentored by so many people. And the reason that, you know, we need to find mentors is not only because, you know, it's good for us, but also because, and what I always like to think about is I want to learn how they think. And so a lot of times, if I do have an opportunity to ask a mentor a question, it's how would you think about this challenge or obstacle? Like, how would you think about this situation? How would you think about this? Because I don't want to just learn what they've done. I want to learn how they think. And if we can learn how they think, then guess what? The next time that we have something come up in our lives, we can think through it the way that our mentor would think through it. And that's where we get to the next level of, of our lives, whether it's in our business or in our personal or professional life, it doesn't matter where it is, but it's the thinking that matters. It's not the, the you know actual action. It's how do you think about this? Because that'll move you to the next direction in your life. And then really surrounding yourself with brilliant people. And um, I think that that is so, so critical. Okay, Boyd, this is a good one. What's your favorite book? Um, I have a couple. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you the most recent ones that, that I've been spending a lot of time in. As a matter of fact, I spent the last year in these two uh, particular books that have uh, helped me, that have helped grow me and keep me centered and uh, focused on where I'm going, not where I've been. And the first book is, uh, both are from John Maxwell, but the first book is Learning from the Giants. It's just a little book, but it is a, a book that has a, each chapter maybe like three, four pages. But the, the gold that's in those pages and the way that it speaks to me and into me has uh, really kept me going and uh, kept me centered and focused on the future, like I've said, and not, not on the past, not where I've been. And the second book is uh, the one that I've spent the most time in, and that is the 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. If I want to be a good leader, which I, which I want to be, I've got to keep pouring into myself things that push me towards that, rather than me allowing myself to think that I'm, I am so good, <laughs> I'm so good as a leader, when really I could be better than, than I currently am. Mm, 
So good, right? Those books, you know, you know, I, I love those two books. So I am, um, I'm excited that you shared them. I have a, a, a great appreciation for the 21 qualities uh, or indispensable qualities of a leader. I think, uh, yeah, you know that boy, but um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so what's, what's the one thing that boy does if he is having a difficult or stressful time? What's the one thing that helps you? I think the, the one thing that really does help me is that um, it, it even happened yesterday is I try to reach out to folks that um, that I know that are, are not only can they speak into me from from their experiences, which is what happened yesterday. A, a lady uh, wanted to talk to me on the phone and uh, help me understand that uh, because I've had a brain surgery, uh, she had had a traumatic brain injury years ago. and she was just talking to me about her journey and how it has helped her. And she has used that to try to help others. And she wanted to include me in on that. And that was really good. That's all I needed yesterday. But even in taking that uh, call and spending time letting her encourage me and pour into me, I thought it was only right for me to then think of somebody that I can call and do that same thing for. Mm-hmm. It's always advancing. It's that pay it forward kind of thing. It's, it's if somebody is going to take the time to uh, speak into me, I have to in turn take the time to speak into somebody else. I love that. Pay it forward. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's what, you know, makes you an authentic leader too. I mean, adding value to the lives of others, looking for ways that you can, I mean, just uh, be present for others and making it so that it's not about yourself. And, and that is truly who you are. So I, I appreciate that. Okay. Mr. Boyd, thank you so much for all that you shared today about being an authentic leader. Is there anything else that you'd like to share that maybe we didn't touch on? There's a whole lot of things that we didn't touch on today, but I think to end, I'll, I'll just give you this thought. And it's what we kind of started with at the beginning is that I do want to really help people uncover their true selves. And I think that um, if I can help people discover it, develop it, and then deliver it to the world that is around them, to their spheres of influence, I'll be better off. I have succeeded in helping you succeed, but the people around you will be better off as well if you're just truly who you're meant to be. Mm, so good. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, Boyd, how do people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me uh, through uh, LinkedIn, through uh, Facebook, but also uh, theherobuilder.com is a uh, website that is in transition right now, but it's probably an easy way to get a hold of me. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Boyd. I appreciate you. I appreciate who you are and what you do to serve the world in a really big way. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening. You guys are the reason that we put this podcast together. And the one thing that I'd ask for you to do is rate and subscribe to this podcast. Let people know about what you like about it and review it. And um, I look forward to next week's episode. So thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com.